me about your background and how you got involved in audio branding. Well, the first time I was involved with music in a branding context was in 1988, where we were lucky enough to be there at the birth of a brand. We looked after Texaco and after the Valdez Exxon problem, uh, they were sold to a German consortium here and a whole new brand was born. And as we were already there doing the music for Texaco, we had a chance to do the music for this new company called Deer. And we were able, right from the very beginning, to influence the choice of music and to make sure that something was used that fitted them and differentiated them from their competition. And also that they used it not just in television, as it had been up until that point, but in their point of sale, in their education videos and in their telephone answering machine. So for us, that really was the beginning of sound branding. Tell me a little bit about your company and your position in particular. Well, my position in particular shouldn't be too hard to guess as my name's Groves, but Groves Sound Communications is like an umbrella. And under this umbrella, we have music production, we have the studios, we have licensing, and we have sound branding. Now here we don't actually produce any music, it's more the administration. We look after the process of developing a sound identity and then we take care of the management. How do you feel about the Audio Branding Congress and what do you think people will take away from it? Well, I feel very good about the Congress and what I hope people are going to take away from it is a way to go about communicating with sound and music that has a system to it. It's strategic. It's not just about using music you like and hoping that the people you're sending it to are going to like it. There's a way to go about it today very methodically and very analytically. If people only take that away from this Congress, then it was worth their while coming. talk about the importance of the Congress for marketing and branding experts. Well, not just for marketing and branding experts, but for anybody that has anything to do with marketing or branding, then this Congress will give them new thoughts about optimizing the way that they communicate with sound and music. What are your predictions for the future of audio branding? Well, being as involved as I am, I'm obviously going to predict a rosy future. Well, at least I hope there's one. You know, but to be honest, it's taken a lot longer to develop than I had hoped. I thought we would have expanded much, much bigger and that all brands would be using sound branding, but they haven't. Nevertheless, it's congresses such as this one that's going to help create awareness for sound branding. So it's very, very important. What is your personal criteria for excellent audio branding? Well, personally, I say the most important thing is it mustn't irritate. It mustn't get on people's nerves. You know, sound can be very, very intrusive. So that's always something we write very, very big. I think secondly, fitting to create the desired association is very important. And of course, being able to make the association is important too. And then the sound identity is used consistently over time in all touch points. I would say that that is the basis for excellence.
And last but not least, we would like to thank our sponsor, Man Made Music. Thank you.